Okay, this is Transport Center. I'm Doug Marcello, and there's no good place for a trucking company to be sued. Some are worse than others, and some places are really, really bad to be a defendant. That's where you don't want to be, and that's the list that the American Tort Reform Association puts out every year. They call it judicial hellholes. And to go over that list with us today from the American Tort Reform Association is Lauren Sheets-Gerald, Director and Council Civil Justice Policy. So this map highlights all of the states that are somehow uh, mentioned in this year's uh, Judicial Hellholes Report, which was released on Tuesday, December 8th. Um, there are the Judicial Hellholes, the Watchlist Jurisdictions, and then the Dishonorable Mention states, where we highlight uh, one or two uh, dishonorable court decisions that were made um, in those states. Very good. Now, at, at, at the risk of doing the, the drum roll, Lauren, who do we have on our 2021 list? Here's our 2021 list. This year, once again, the Philadelphia Court of Common Pleas topped the list, but it was joined by the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania uh, as they seemed uh, intent on joining Philadelphia at the top of the list. And they issued several liability expanding decisions that were of great concern to defendants around the country. Uh, coming in at number two is New York City, followed by California. Uh, the South Carolina asbestos litigation was new to the hellholes list this year. It was previously a watchlist jurisdiction, but there were several uh, concerning decisions issued down there, so it was elevated to a judicial hellhole. Number five is Louisiana. Number six is Georgia. Uh, number seven, we have the city of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, number eight is a trio of counties in Illinois, uh, Cook, Madison, and St. Clair County, mainly on the list because of their asbestos litigation and no injury uh, data privacy litigation that has flooded the court system there. And finally, rounding out this year's list is Minnesota. Uh, last year, the Twin Cities of Minnesota were included on the list, um, but this year we expanded it to the entire state because of activity by the Attorney General, the Minnesota Supreme Court, and uh, the legislatures there. Very good. Any, anything in particular that jumps out or of note from the list, Lauren? That you I think to... one issue of real concern uh, coming out of Philadelphia and the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, but is also an issue in Missouri, are these state courts are completely disregarding a U.S. Supreme Court precedent, which is the Supreme Court of the land, and they're not following precedent with regard to jurisdictional issues. And these uh, these courts are allowing plaintiff's lawyers and plaintiffs from all across the country to flock into their system and file uh, lawsuits against out-of-state defendants, um, cases that don't belong in these state courts. And uh, it's a real concern because it's clogging the court systems there and costing taxpayers significant money um, and resources to litigate these cases. Uh, how about beside the uh, uh, judicial hellholes? Uh, are, are there those on there on the watch list then? So here's the rankings of this year's watch list. Uh, coming in at number one is Florida. Uh, they were previously the number one judicial hellhole a few years ago, but Governor Ron DeSantis has uh, made several sensible judicial appointments in the state, and the state has started to move in the right direction. However, there's still significant litigation abuse occurring in South Florida that is of real concern. And so we're watching the state closely because that activity could once again elevate Florida to the hellholes list. Uh, following Florida is Oklahoma. 
uh, which was a which was a judicial hellhole in 2019. However, it was moved down to the watch list this year, uh, basically due to a lack of activity in the state because of COVID-19. Um, but there is a very important opioid case that's pending before the Oklahoma Supreme Court that we're paying close attention to um, and seeing how the Supreme Court handles that case. Uh, following Oklahoma is New Jersey, Colorado, Maryland, West Virginia, and then the Montana Supreme Court. Excellent. And the New Jersey legislature, they got off. Yes. Well, this year also <laughs> expanded uh, the New Jersey legislature section, which was previously a hellhole, as you pointed out. Uh, we expanded it to the entire state. Uh, it seems as though the liability expansion um, activities have spread back into the judicial system. So we are uh, paying close attention to both the legislature and the court systems there now. Well, those are the jurisdictions in which you don't want to be sued. Uh, for thoughts and some concepts in terms of avoiding these jurisdictions or jurisdictions where you don't want to be sued, take a look at the video denuclearization. We touch on that subject in there, and we're going to expand on it in future and upcoming videos and podcasts on this. But for today, thank you to Lawrence Sheets Gerald, the folks at the American Tort Reform Foundation, and to you for joining me. Talk to you soon.